0: Welcome, welcome, welcome! Welcome to Nurses Talk to Patients Live. Here, you're gonna be live with Nurse Lashley, also known as Extra Light. These that de- these segments is gonna be dedicated to healthcare issues teaching patients how to maneuver through healthcare sectors, teaching patients how and what questions to ask. Also, I'll be touching topics as education, showing you what resources is available to you and the easiest ones to comprehend. As a registered nurse, being very diverse, I've been in this industry for six strong years. And in those six strong years, I have been very diverse in my care. I have taken care of babies. I'm a pediatric respiratory nurse. Taking care of those patients that go home and have to live long-term on vents and trachs. So if you have any loved ones that deal with babies that has long-term Disorders such as respiratory disorders, GI disorders, as well as neural disorders, feel free to inbox me with any questions so I can address it on later episodes. Later on, I'll drop my email off to you guys. I'm also well-versed in the psychiatric division. Psychiatric nurses was actually my first Encountered with nursing. Also, coming from a diverse neighborhood, urbanized in Newark, New Jersey, you deal with a lot of psych patients that you don't even know. We, ourselves, on a daily basis, deal with psychological, let's say, disparities. Everyone has their way of thinking. So those are also one of the topics that I'll be going down that yellow brick road with helping you understand why you think the way you do and how you can practice methods on controlling negative thinking as well as effective planning, clearing your mind, as well as moving on to the topic that connects to clearing your mind, eating right, keeping it light and bright. As a person that does not ingest meat I myself find other means of protein so later on we'll be talking about that as well and I know that's not easy for everybody and I say we always other things we can replace our beef and our pork and our chicken with at least let's start small and make incremental changes so on this channel I'm going to share with you my experiences and I pray that you learn and you grow and you take that with you because each and every one of you has been through a health care facility, have a family had that have went through a health care facility, or have experienced a need for health care. So that goes to say, I want to open up the lines of communication between health care professional and the patient. There has to be a medium between the two. Good evening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to episode number one of Nurses Talk to Patient. And tonight's episode is going to be basically focused on, let's talk about the beginning of health care. Let's talk about when you walk into a hospital. Now, we're going to go through the admission process. Things for you to be aware of, as well as assessment, as well as doctor communication, and as well as discharge and follow-up. So, I'm going to talk to you like a patient advocate. So, I'm going to use my healthcare skills, as well as my people skills to be able to execute this episode to you now when you walk into a hospital i totally understand some people are flabbergasted like oh god what is going on and then we have our frequent flyers that understand. but there are still key things that you should pay attention to one thing you should know when you are admitted to a hospital always pay attention to the healthcare care provider that you meet. Always pay attention to the things that they say. The best practice that I always tell my patients is to have a notebook and a pen because it's very very important to know who and what is said to you at all times at all levels of healthcare. care. So going down, once you come in and you're talking to your healthcare provider, you get your assessment and you let them know how you're feeling, the most important thing to get you through to the next level where they'll see that you are efficient is have your medication list. Know your healthcare. Know your health history. This will guide your care tremendously. This will also shape the relationship that you have with the healthcare provider. Understand the way that you communicate is how they're going to communicate with you. And this is in all situations. So when the nurse asks you or the doctor say, hey, do you have your medication list? The best place to have it is in your wallet. Keep it close to you. Know what you're taking. Know what medications and know the amount of medications. Now, to my people who are taking care of family members, my best advice to you is to always keep a little plastic bag close in their pockets with their information. If they happen to be those old, the Alzheimer patients, the wanderers, you always keep identity on them as well as you keep it readily on yourself because you may never know when you receive a phone call from a healthcare provider that say, hey, we have your family member. And we need your expertise. This right there, as I stated, will tell the health care provider how involved you are and how to address you. It's sad but true, if you're not engaged, sometimes the health care provider is not engaged. And this is where it becomes issue in the quality of care. Now, going down the road, now we're admitted. You're admitted for whatever's going on with you, or your family's admitted. Best practice keep the notebook by your side because if any changes in healthcare, you want to make sure you can documentate your medications, you can document who and what time they told you, as well as all assessments along with testing that may be needed throughout the healthcare experience. This is the best practice as a patient and or a family member. So now moving on, you now know the keys. Always document, keep a time schedule, and be engaged. I know everybody don't always have everybody around them to come in and help them when they are in the hospital. But if you are alert and orientated enough, you should have enough sense to have a pen and a paper near you. I even dealt with patients who was on a ventilator knew to keep a paper and pen by them so they can express their needs. And I think the average person should do the same. So, moving on. Now, when it comes to diagnostics and it comes to medication change, never be afraid to ask what when, why, and what does it do? It is the healthcare provider's duty to provide you with healthcare teaching. If you don't understand verbally after having a verbal discussion, it is your duty as a patient or a family member to ask that healthcare provider, hey, can I get that in writing? Can I get a printout so you can better understand the change of care? or the change of medication. I just wanna give you a heads up. Some facilities will not copy charts for you because that's considered medical documentation in regards of care. But you can always request your medical documentation to the right department, which is the records department, and they will provide you with everything you need. But never think that a nurse will make a copy for you of a documentation, because that is against the policy. So never think it's against you, it's against the policy. All right, and as we're talking about nurses, let's talk about nursing and patient relationships. This is something that can be very, very, very obscure at times, or very, very, very beautiful, depending on the interaction, perspective, as well as Healthcare goals. Alright. So now, one thing I always talk to my family members about is being aware of perception. Be aware of perception. Be aware of emotions. Everyone is going through some type of emotion throughout the day. You being a family member, you being a patient, or that health care provider being the nurse. It's always good to be mindful that you all are at a certain emotional state. And us as human beings, we should love and respect each other, no matter what's going on. I will highlight, in a stressful moment, it's always good to have a smile or and be positive because it will lighten the situation and allow you to deal with it more effectively. This is definitely a highlight statement to my patients and family members who are dealing with the death and the dying. It's very hard to deal with a patient who is about to be deceased or a family member. And this is my advice always. Be aware of the diagnosis and the prognosis. Diagnosis is actually what the patient has. Prognosis is the outcome of the patient's lifespan, possible. And this is an assumption. It's nothing written in stone. So if a healthcare provider you say that it's a prognosis of six weeks, it may give or take six weeks. But this is not to say that the whole six weeks that everyone is stressed, everyone is sad, everyone is depressed. Everyone mourns at their own rate. But my advice is just when you're around someone who's going through the death process, respect the death process. Allow them to go through it in a peaceful manner where there's no one arguing over the patient. You are not bickering over care or trying to circle care around what you want instead of what the patient wants. This is a very high stressful time for many individuals. But if you step into this situation being mindful that your loved one is transitioning over and they will love to do it in the most peaceful manner because it will allow the death process to be easier. And they will be able to get through the things they need to. And we will talk about the death process on later on episodes so people can understand that there is a process. And this is why it must be respected. Now, let's move on. Now you are alive. Let's say we're talking about patients who are alive and we have nursing issues because that's what we're going to talk about emotional state stepping into any situation not only the deaf and the dying it is good to be understanding of all emotional states sometimes people have bad days it's never an excuse for a health care provider to be unprofessional and or to delay care and or to treat a patient in a particular manner because they are not feeling well and or are stressed. But I can say, being a registered nurse, many patients have been beautiful enough to understand that we as nurses sometimes are very overworked and stretched between patients because all you guys deserve all the best health care that we can give. And I'm talking on the behalf of myself and other nurses that I know. Now, the other ones, I don't know. But when you are giving quality care, it takes time and it takes patience. So that is on both sides of the spectrum. And I am grateful for the patients who are very understandable on nights where I'm running with my head cut off. And I'm trying to give everybody what they need. And they like, woo you're working hard. So this is to be, this statement is to state to you guys that we are all somehow, some way in some type of stressful situation. The point of the matter is that we know we are there to take care of you. So all I ask is when you step into a healthcare facility, have an open mind, open heart, and focus on making sure that you're, family member gets better and that is done by being positive open-minded documenting everything when it comes to changes in health care and continuum of diagnostics you should be aware of what when it's going to happen why it's going to happen and what is it for okay guys so going down Let's talk about you made it. You made it, made it, made it through the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful healthcare continuum and you are alive. So let's talk about discharge. Discharge, be aware of what and where you have or I'm sorry, be aware of what you have to do, where you may be going and what medication changes that will be going on. These are the three key points that I highlight for you. Where are you going? If you're going home, is your home prepared? Is your family prepared? Are you going to a secondary facility? Is that facility prepared? And is it to your liking? Very important to do your research. And this is by word of mouth. Go into the facility and make sure you're not sold the dream if you have to put your loved one in a long-term care facility, or LTAC or uh, acute care, short-term rehab. Please be comfortable. Make more than one visit before you admit your family member so the transition is smooth. Moving on. When you get home, make sure that you follow up. Be aware of what's going on and stay on your care. To close off, because I'm not gonna go much further I think I hit a lot of key topics for you guys just to digest and to help you build a beautiful relationship with your health care provider and maybe lessen the times that you have to see them because that's my goal as Nurse Extra Light is to teach you how to prevent health care disparities and diseases that may come upon you just because of lifestyle changes that are needed. My last point is remember, when you go into the hospital, the hospital is to stabilize you. When you go into a hospital and you get admitted, they stabilize you until you work your curriculum through the healthcare curriculum or continuum, per se. And for instance, you will come in if you may need to go to the ICU because you had a heart attack, you work your way through the heart to the ICU, you go to the step down cardiac unit, then they may put you on a med surgery and or discharge you. Understand that the hospital is there for acute care and your long-term health care providers are the ones that you post to stay in contact with. This will decrease the amount of times that you are admitted to the health care facility if you are a person who is currently diagnosed with any disorder or have a um, family history or a high affinity of being diagno- diagnosed with something such as hypertension, diabetes. Just make sure that you are on your diet and you do visit your health care provider that you trust and know that care about you. I want to thank you guys for tuning in with me tonight in the episode of Nurses Talk to Patients. I'm hoping and I'm believing that this will reach far and wide and I'll get a slew of emails asking questions on how to maneuver through healthcare. You can catch me or better yet email me at ExtraordinaryLight34 at gmail.com there I'm open to receiving your emails and answering any questions you may have no I don't treat diagnosis but what I do is help you understand what's going on with your body the system around you as well as help you learn how to maneuver and maybe not step back into health care. Because you know the goal is? The goal is making sure that you stay healthy. And you regain or you keep your health. Because the energy of this planet needs you at your optimum health. Love and light.